Bioforum's recent paper, A Risk-Based Scientific Approach to Qualify Replenishment Working Cell Banks, an Industry View, aims to ensure a consistent cross-industry expectation for an acceptable replenishment working cell bank qualification strategy using a risk-based scientific approach. It examines the various scenarios when replenishment working cell banks are manufactured, including when they are replenished and introduced according to the initially registered process, so like-for-like -like replenishment. The paper also highlights changes to cell bank manufacturing and materials that can occur during replenishment. In this podcast, Catherine Wyatt, Forum Director at Bioforum, talks to Philippe Baumgartner, Head of CMC for Biologics, and Stephanie Robichaud, Program Manager for the Cell Bank Centre of Excellence from Takeda, about how they were able to successfully cite the paper to demonstrate to the FDA that its bank was like for like to the currently approved Working Cell Bank. So now I'm going to hand over to Catherine, who will speak with Stephanie and Philippe. Great, thank you. So well, welcome to you both and thank you for, for talking to me today. Um, I'd like to start off, uh, perhaps if you can tell me about the processes that you followed that led to the FDA's request for the comparability and extended characterization data. Yeah, hi, thank you, Catherine. Um, yeah, we had recently filed a PAS for replenishment cell bank. Um, so we had really put this filing in just using some high level manufacturing data um, along with the panel of release testing, which typically includes growth, safety and identity testing. Um, not unexpectedly, just because of what the industry has been seeing with trends with the FDA um, continuing to ask for more and more characterization data um, on replenishment cell banks. Uh, during the review of the PAS, we did receive an RTQ. Um, and the FDA did come back and ask um, for drug substance side-by-side uh, -side comparison, uh, release testing, as well as extended characterization on that PAS. Great. So how were you able to use the white paper to respond to the FDA's request? Yeah, so, you know, we had already generated the comparability data. Um, we had the release data as well, um, but we still really continue to feel that extended characterization on a replenishment cell bank is, is not really technically meaningful, um, especially when the bank is produced in a like-for-like -like way. Um, so we, we did take the paper, um, we cited the paper, um, and we used the definition for what we had defined for like-for-like. Um, and we made the statement that, you know, the same master cell bank was used for both the current and the proposed working cell bank. The DNA sequence for the plasmid of the working bank was confirmed. Um, and that the, the WCB was made in the same manufacturing facility using the same raw materials, same processes, equipment and procedures um, as the currently approved WCB. Um, and also that the proposed working cell bank demonstrates consistent cell growth um, productivity. Um, and the drug substance produced also demonstrates the consistent product quality attributes. Um, so we, we were, um, we submitted that back uh, over to the FDA. And, and what was the outcome um, for, for Takeda in citing the paper? Yep, so we didn't receive any additional questions um, and we got the approval letter for the bank um, about a week to two weeks um, after we had submitted for um, or submitted the, the response. Great, and so I guess, uh, Philippe, it would be good to uh, hear from you then in terms of well, what impact does this have for you and your business, both now and also potentially in the future as well? Yes, thank you, Katrine. 
so in this particular case, you know, this uh, this working cell bank was uh, uh, was linked to to a manufacturing process and a product that is uh, uh, that is an established therapy for the treatment of Hunter syndrome. And Hunter syndrome is, is an inherited but also you know irre irreversible disease that that affects patients' lives and both physically, psychologically, but it's also a very high financial burden for families and society. So for us, you know, being able to, um, you know, first and foremost, to, to qualify this working cell bank in a timely manner, is first a matter of, you know, supply continuity for the patients. Uh, and in this particular case, I think obviously, you know, very critical and um, an important therapy, you know, for them. So supply continuity is the first really big impact there and, uh, and big win. Um, but obviously, I think being able to do this in a way that doesn't require additional testing, as Stephanie mentioned, is uh, is is very important for us and for other companies. Um, you know, avoiding extended characterization is uh, avoid you know uh, a lengthy testing you know process for the product. Um, it's also sometimes very costly, and uh, it can delay the approval uh, and the implementation of a new working cell bank. So, um, you know, using this risk-based approach, uh, uh, you know, relying on the on the white paper from BioForum, does provide us with uh, an opportunity to, to qualify uh, critical materials like the working cell bank much more quickly, um, with less complexity, uh, less resources, and less cost. And ultimately, I think this this is you know beneficial for our patients as well because it helps uh, ensuring supply continuity. Great, so definitely a, uh, a benefit in terms of, uh, you know, uh, faster requalification and, and ensuring, you know, supply of, it, of an important medicine to patients. Um, are you able to give us a, an order of magnitude in terms of the impact that, that that's, that's had in terms of the cost saving? In terms of the cost, so extended characterization uh, testing uh, for working cell, in this case, you know, for the drug substance, looking at several batches can uh, can be in the range of, um, you know, between anything between 0.5 and a million dollar in terms of, you know, the testing that, uh, you know, may needs to be not just the testing, but the amount of products as well that needs to be used for that testing. So it's a combination of, of different factors. But it can end up being quite expensive indeed. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly sounds like if you uh, if you're able to um, replicate that approach across your portfolio, it could be a really significant uh, have a really significant impact. Thank you both of you for for sharing this example with us today. It really uh, helps bring to life, I think, the potential. Um, opportunities that, that that are created when we, we hear from our members about how they've used the work that they've done in Bioforum to uh, implement change in their uh, in their own facilities. So yeah, huge thank you to, to both of you for, for doing that today. And I look forward to hearing how the story evolves. Well, thank you to Philip and Stephanie for talking us through the successful citation of the Bioforum paper. And if you would like to know anything more about Bioforum or the work that's being progressed, then please contact us on hello at bioforum.com or visit the website at bioforum.com. Thank you. Mm -hmm.